We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in Tuesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you uh, today. We will talk uh, Lane Kiffin. He had his press conference yesterday, which I thought was pretty interesting. Neil did too, so we'll go over that. You can also get some of our thoughts and um, what he said, what he meant. Neil had that up last night. Also, a uh, a full day of podcasts yesterday, but apparently there is a bug with Apple, we are being told by uh, people who would know better than we are. So I'm aware some of you, all of you may not be getting our Apple feed as far as if that is where you listen to your podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on everywhere else that you would find the podcast. So there are tons of podcasts yesterday. YouTube, at the risk of pissing the yes. people off at Apple, I have discovered over the course of the last year that Spotify is just better. And you believe that even prior to that being our home base. So yes, that yes, was, that was that was the case. Uh, so again, they're all there. Find them on Spotify. Find them wherever else. And hopefully, at some point today, Apple will decide to put them up on their site. That is kind of where we are. That is all I know. But that is the situation as it uh, as it is right now. Podcast brought to you by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. You come in town today. You want to feel a little better? Get some red beans and rice. Just a little. You know, it's overcast. Starting to get a little. Well, you can pretend that it's fall here soon. Here in Oxford, so red beans and rice, any size fountain drink, bread there with you at the Oxford Exxon. Coming in this weekend, let them take care of maybe your catering for tailgates, to get ribs and many other options there. Call ahead, have them wrapped up and ready to go for you at the Oxford Exxon. Blue sky, and again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are uh, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you are looking for. He will send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, even in this weird car buying um, environment. Um, get your quote, and the rest is kind of up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, what I highly recommend that you do, and that's get into a Clark Ford. You will love the service. You will love the product. Uh, Corey wants to be your car guy, wants to be your truck guy. He'll prove to you what that means when you make the call, 662 662- Two five seven nineteen hundred guest join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. If you're coming in this weekend, 
um, stop by. Make it a part of your weekend. Grab a beer, cocktail, burger, po' boy, appetizer, whatever suits your fancy. It's there at Rafters on the Square and also Rafters in New Albany. I'm doing my best here. I, I didn't think it would necessarily affect me. I told Neil yesterday, I was at, I was at the press conference, and they had the mic turned up really loudly, and that is typically a function for Lane because he does not speak very loudly when he's at the uh, at, at the microphone. And I I guess the gain was turned up or whatever, but you know that high pier- that piercing high pitched sound came through when Mott was talking, and I felt some pain in my left ear, and I it's been a little funny since. And as I'm doing the show, all the hearing in my left ear is muffled as I talk louder and into the mic right now. So oh. I am doing the best I can, but to be honest, it's, it's not hurting. I'm fine. I can hear Neil, but it's incredibly distracting because I'm not used to it. And I'm getting muffled sounds in my left ear right now to the point that I texted ENT a few minutes ago, trying to figure this out a little bit. So, so Ole Miss destroyed your hearing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, brevity <laughs> feels like a lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, I probably okay. Probably be better later today or in the morning. But in in a normal conversation, I've been on the phone, no big deal. But yeah, I'm noticing as I have a different voice on the podcast that I am. I, it, it is it is distracting me right now as I'm talking. So I'm doing doing the best that I can. But it, it must it, be it, something about something. sitting there. Tyler Tyler has been dealing. He's with been in pain. An egregious level of pain, and now you're in pain. I think I would rather have pain than this. I, I think I would rather deal with some pain than like this annoying whatever this is. It's it's sort of like waters in your ear, but then it also is sort of radiating. I don't know. It's really it's it, it's really weird. I don't. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on. I will be glad when we are out of that room. Well, it, it is a function of that room. That is that that is actually. The, I don't blame anybody, but that room is just like it took forever to go back and transcribe Saturday night because he couldn't quite hear the quote. You just couldn't quite hear it. Yeah, you thought you kind of heard it, but you couldn't quite hear it. And see, yeah. I, and I'm I'm one that does not like taking liberties with the quote. Mm-hmm. I try to get it right. Get close. Throw a bunch of quotes together. Ask a question and then include the question in the quote. Either one. Seen that. All those. I've seen that done a lot. Did you have a great trip? You really enjoy your visit to Ole Miss? Yes. You really. Love- I had a really great trip and enjoyed my visits, Joan said. You really love Ole Miss, don't you? Yes. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I really love Ole Miss, Miss said. <laughs> It wouldn't be funny if it weren't true. I used to get frustrated about it. Now I'm like, man, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Georgia Tech gets beat 41-10 to 10 last night. Hung around with a pretty crappy Clemson team for a while before the Tigers did turn it on there in the second half. And it, it blew them out. I guess they actually covered. The line was like 23 or 24. So Clemson ends up covering the line in addition to just winning the game. I, I don't know that it told me a ton about um, – Georgia Tech or what to expect here in two weeks really at all for the most part. I know I should have watched. I, I did not watch. You can um, find it today. If you'd like to sit down for a couple yes. hours and take it in, you can do that. I got busy. There had some issues on the board that had to be dealt with. And then um, I ended up getting sucked into some 
documentary thing that my wife was watching on Hulu or Netflix or something. Alone, the survival show. Yeah. You watched any of that? I have not watched it, but I'm aware of what you're talking about. It's pretty interesting. And I think by Monday night, I was a little footballed out. Well, now that's fair. You can get footballed out. And I, it's Georgia Tech I, Clemson. I realize to a lot of people that's like, that's sacrilege. I, I have to be careful about it because I can get a little football. Even out. in week one. Yeah, well, just because football started on Thursday. And I watched football yeah. Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And by Monday, I, I needed a little bit of a break. Georgia Tech yesterday, Jeff Sims, their quarterback. He was their leading rusher and passer. He goes 23 of 36 for 164, a touchdown and a pick. Really short throws, didn't really push it much downfield at all. Yeah. Um, and then he ran for 42 on 13 carries. Their best running back is playing for Alabama now. Um, of the running backs on the roster, nine carries, 30 yards was their leading rusher yesterday. Oh, oh. Not, probably not a good sign for them. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, look, they, they're pick sixth in the Coastal for a reason. Yeah. I think it's the Coastal. I don't know the the ACC divisions, do you? It's Coastal and um, – I know it's Coastal and Atlantic, but I don't know who oh, is in No, which. I don't. I don't know that it matters. Not going to be – They're, they're not, in the Coastal Division. They're not going to be a league for much longer. <clears throat> so you don't think it's even worth learning them at this I, point? I don't. It's not worth the trouble. It'd be like – I started to say it'd be like learning core math or whatever, but they might leave that around. A man killed a Wolverine with a knife on a loan. Oh, wow. Well, that's impressive. Last night I saw a guy create his own like arrow. Uh-huh. And he and he killed a deer. And a he deer? Was, he was basically processing the deer. Really? Having to haul it two and a half miles because otherwise bears and such like the bears they're grizzly bears all around. It's crazy. It was nuts. Like all those people are really smart too. Like a guy built a boat out of like wood, he shaped it, the boat and stuff. I mean, how do you, I, it's incredible. <laughs> You're like all in now tonight. New episode. Here we go. Like we're 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 we're, we're locked. This yeah. is this is replacing Food Network right now, isn't it? It's got a chance. Yeah, I mean, I was just fascinated by it. You're in your survival show phase. And the guy's like losing. He lost thirty five pounds in twenty days. I'm like, hey, that's a thought. No, it was crazy. I it was. I don't know how they. You get a you get a handful of. Um, I guess you get like ten thing or two things or ten things or something. You get to take with you, and everything else you have to make of it there. And the guy starting the fire, but with. He had something that helped him start a fire. This would probably be a fairly good conversation to have with, on a podcast with Brandon Dart because he would have a lot more insight with us with some of his, his, his oh, outdoor for sure. hobbies. Sure. Jackson's dad gets basically dropped off in the middle of nowhere for days on end to fill his, his gaming tags of whatever animal they are pursuing at that at that point. Now, that would be that would be really interesting. Like, within the last couple of months, we could read Brian's story. I guess you're aware of this. But, like, the last couple of months, like, dropped off somewhere in the middle of Canada and just – Go do whatever yeah. you do. Yeah. That'd be, I mean, more I don't, I, That'd be more fun to talk about than football if we're just being totally honest. I mean, would. I, I'd be much more engaged. Hey, Because yeah. it's like, hey, tell me about it. I don't necessarily want to do it, but I want to hear all about it. Yeah, I don't want to I'm fascinated. Do I'm, not gonna, I, I'm not man enough. I'm not going into that area, but sure. How many days could you go without eating? Well, three. I mean, Neil could go eight, nine, three. 14. Three. I gained weight watching people eat in the press box on Saturday. 
that mentally got to you a little bit. Oh, I mean, I well, it, it, I kept it, the distance from a lot of it because they're eating like chicken tenders and plates full of nachos. Well, and the they air keep, doesn't have calories in it, so as long going, as you're not ingesting, you're okay. They keep going back for cookies, and I'm like, how do you guys do this? Then I got I got locked into my little cocoon of football, and I was nice and safe, and I had my triscuits with me, so I was good. Triscuits. Yep. You prefer a triscuit to a wheat then? Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Had my little cocoon. I had I had an iPad that had the Arkansas uh, game. I had my computer. I had the Georgia game. Ole Miss was playing in front of me. I was surrounded in a little comfortable cocoon. Had nobody sitting directly to either side. Laptop will get Florida, Kentucky Saturday. Yeah, laptops get Florida, Kentucky, and then I don't know if I don't even know if there's another game I necessarily want to put on. Looking at six o'clock, I need to make sure I pay better attention this week to the actual game in front of you. Yeah, I mean, it's I was paying, Arkansas. I was paying attention. Yeah, I know. But then people are like, "Did you see this?" And did you see this? I'm like, "No, I didn't actually." I mean, I might put uh, I might put Auburn on. The iPad, just kind of curious, but no, Florida Kentucky is the interesting game. Kentucky having a hard time with protection, according to people who have watched film. And, and do we have any update on the running back? Is it four games? I'm not sure. I that think, would be I, advantageous. I think it? it's. I think it's four games. But so I'm first not, game back would be almost. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not positive. He he. Yesterday, he being Mark Stoops was. Said he would love to address it, but that he had been advised not to. Oh, so, really? He said, I'm being honest with you guys. I, I, I would I would tell you what I know if I could, but I've been advised not to address this. It was what, honest in a way. No, it was, I mean, advised by legal counsel not to, not to address it, so he didn't. By legal counsel? That's what he implied. Really? Be my guess. <laughs> Central Arkansas lost 27 to 14 to Missouri State on Saturday. If you'd read 10 Weekend Thoughts, you knew all about yeah. that game. All about it, huh? All about it. I wrote, oh, I didn't write it. I copied you, and pasted it. You took words I about did. that I game. I took lots of words written from the official Central Arkansas site. Yeah, I was, I was sitting by David Kellum yesterday at the press conference, and he mentioned something about how he hadn't watched Central Arkansas yet. And I thought, oh, God, you do. You have to go watch that and like build your depth chart and everything. And I went, oh, that. That might be the worst three hours of the week, right there. Is 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 tediously yeah. having it on and look because he. I mean, our our people appreciate and understand this. David goes, yeah, the depth charts we get are um, highly inaccurate, so I have to have to go do my own. So he grabs a pad and watches the game to do oh, his yeah. own numbers and depth charts and how they line up in different formations and all that sort of thing. He he has to he has to do it himself. Taylor let me look at his depth chart thing that he prepared for yeah. Ole Miss and Troy and I was like, wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah, some of them have like really interesting systems for yeah. it. Like I saw Tom Hart's on Twitter last week. Like they're, they're there's some like you I'd have to almost kind of learn the shorthand, but they have every bit of information on it that you would that, that you would need at that point. But yeah, David said he, he he has a 21-point rule is whoever Ole Miss is playing, he will watch until they get up or behind by 21, and that's when the reserves come in. He turns it off and oh. moves on with the week. So, But, yes, at some point he has to dig into Missouri State and Central Arkansas this, this, this week. And they played on a purple and white striped field. 
I get the turf things in a way, but purple and white is sort of the over the line one, right? Yeah, it's too, it's too far. Like Boise was neat. Eastern Washington with the red is okay. It's fine. It's it it's it's it, it's on the precipice of being a problem, but it's okay. I don't necessarily hate it. But purple it's the football equivalent of that dumb was it Oregon that has the ridiculous basketball court with all the timber yeah, stuff, all the and, stuff and, yeah. and, and whatever. Frankly, Memphis's court's pretty ugly too. Agreed. Hideous. It's it's bad. Yeah, Thursday we get Rams Bills. Yeah, it's gonna be a great game. Should be anyway. <laughs> what? I laugh. Can we get Kellamon to do the depth chart for us every week? Yeah, no, it's all right. We'll, I, I don't think we need the depth chart. Now blue's okay for whatever reason, and maybe it's because Boise Boise's been around so far so long. Blue turf is okay. I, 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 that's not a color that is distracting to me. That's fair. A little bit of Boise has blue jerseys on because then it's it's this hodgepodge of whatever. But I wouldn't mind just play on green. We're used to green. Just play on yeah, green. But that's not getting talked about right now. Uh, Otherwise, would we have mentioned Easter Wa- Eastern Washington this morning? No, twice now. And no. look, no. here we go. are. There you go. Kids all over Oxford are going to go be playing for uh, Eastern Washington now. More likely than if we hadn't mentioned it. I guess that's true. I mean, every little bit of pub is because that's the deal. Eastern Washington's on ESPN Plus, and somebody clicks through and goes, "Oh, Redfield. Oh, yeah, that's them." I think they're pretty good too, for some reason. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think they're a good FCS team. Okay, I don't know. James Madison won their FBS opener. They beat the hell out of Middle Tennessee on Saturday. They transitioned up. Oh yeah, that's right. Middle's kind of falling off too. I. They, did they have a period there where they were they a juggernaut? A, I think they had a moment where they were decent. I don't. I don't think that moment has lasted. I don't know. I, I, there's there's a limit to how much I can keep up with. I've learned. I just and mid, Sun Belt standings does not fit the. I mean, after the top of the Sun Belt, did you know the the Louisiana Lafayette game this weekend is being televised by the NFL Network? Is it? They're televising a college game. Who do they play? Uh, Eastern Michigan. Okay. Eastern Michigan's a ten and a half point underdog at Louisiana Lafayette, six p.m. NFL Network. There you go. So the Eagles and the Cajuns. Sure. Isn't Eastern Michigan the Eagles? If you say so. I think they're the Michigan team that couldn't break down the bricks with the sledgehammer or whatever to come out that time. Like they <laughs> got caught trying to run on the field and they couldn't pull off their own gimmick. Troy Brown and I have a little thing on our show that. His show where we pick Mac games each week, so that was one of the games we picked. You put him in a weird spot picking the Central Michigan game because if they suck, he picks his boys every time, and yet yeah. it's a little bit of a scheme going on there with it's with like when We picked the Saints in December. I mean, <laughs> sometimes we got to do what we got to do. Yeah. You know, everything's not always fair. Uh, we're gonna talk about Kiffin in a second. Uh, if you're if you're curious, um, there's a story in the front of ESPN.com today about Dawson Knox re- rejoining the Bills following his brother's passing. Um, the the top quote used quote: "Just getting back up here, getting in the routine, seeing all my teammates, seeing my coaches. Definitely from a distraction standpoint, it's been great too. But it's also very therapeutic. Just doing what I love with the guys I love. I know my brother would want it that way. Wants me to give everything I got. I know he's gonna be watched somehow, some way." 
it's definitely been great getting back up here and getting back with the guys. Yeah, they were really close. Um, there's no words for that other than there's a a story in our country that involving that that yes needs to be addressed much more vociferously and forcefully than it is being addressed because it is an absolute nightmare for every single parent out there. Um, Bill's fans and others have raised over $200,000 in Donks' name to the uh, PUNT, the Pediatric Cancer Collaborative, a public charity in western New York, um, with whom Knox has worked closely yeah, it's over a, the years. It's a, it's a great fan base in Buffalo. They, they really lo- are. They love the Bills. Um, that, that four seasons over Buffalo or whatever about the four Super Bowl mm-hmm. losses was a great Thirty for thirty or whatever it was fantastic. It really is. It's one of the, it, it's a it's a very underrated one. People don't talk about that yeah. one, but that one's really really it's, good. I've watched it two or three times. It, it's terrific. It makes Maybe you, not many are bad. Makes you, no makes you identify with that fan base in a way it, and with that team. But this is it's just a horrible story. I mean, it's yeah. just awful. Yeah. I mean, there are people at there are people at Ole Miss that were really torn up about that mm-hmm. and to some degree I think still are because they weren't able to help. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about Lane Kiffin's press conference here in a few minutes. First about Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Go to their Instagram page. Tons of different images, tons of things they've got going on, including some uh, really cool charcuterie cones they've done for some showers over the weekend. Remember, they do weddings, they do baby showers. They do lots of different catering in different ways, including your tailgate. Still got those packages going for every Ole Miss home weekend. They feed 10, 20, or 40 depending on the size of your party there in the Grove, 662-419-9201. Cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. And, um, yeah, they make all their cheeses locally in the house every single day. The uh, Davis and Igbenosan show is up on MPW Digital. It's brought to you by the College Corner, your one-stop rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area, one in Ridgeland, one in uh, Flowood. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. It's the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. The uh, Mason Brooks show is up as well. It's brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers from work, lifestyle, to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. I taped the Troy Brown show yesterday. It'll be... Available to you a little later in the day, um, I hope, I think. And uh, that's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Our friends at Blue Delta are excited to announce they'll be hosting Mustache the Band on Friday, October the 14th, for the Square Jams after party. Uh, Come out and uh, watch Square Jams on Friday night, then enjoy the party before the Saturday Ole Miss football game against Auburn at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. And um, on Friday night, you can join the folks from Blue Delta at the Lyric with the world's most powerful 90s country party band. Ticket sales are on ticket packages, I should say, are on sale now. Some tickets include jeans, some don't. 
All include admission to the concert and an open bar to book. Just DM Blue Delta on their socials or visit BlueDeltaJeans.com slash after party and they'll see you there. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock Auctions start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Want it, bid it, win it. Uh, my piece that I do each week on Lane Kiffin's press conference, the one we're about to talk about in just a minute, what he said, what he meant, is brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. Are you looking to diversify? Are you looking to leave the corporate rat race to gain control of your income and schedule? MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy Ledecky guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. If you uh, hate your boss, your job, your pay, you feel stuck, Get in touch with Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Fear prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One call, and they can transfer your medications from a big box pharmacy to G&M, where you get better local service. Just make one fall. They take care of the rest. So that's in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs or in Oxford with GNM. Again, 662-236-2222. Kyle, thanks. I know you got a couple super chats and really appreciate you today. Says uh, how many SEC coaches would go undefeated with Alabama's talent? Uh, several. I mean, most, regular season. Most. most. Yeah. Most. Now, beating Georgia is a different animal if we're talking about all the way through. But straight regular season, a lot. Yeah, listening to people talk about Georgia after that first performance is like, whoa. I mean, people who know football were like blown away. On Georgia's? Just blown away, yeah. And Kirby yesterday just – we did a lot of things wrong. No, they there's like a different little mindset in that building apparently. Georgia's the team to kind of watch for right now. I have no interest in a Johnny Manziel documentary. No. None. I really don't either. I mean, I, I I just, there's lots of things that I would be all in on documentaries, but that is not one. Because, like, I'm still meaning to watch the Jeter one, and I haven't done it. Um, I watched the first episode of the Jeter one, and I just haven't gotten back into it. It was fine. It was, it was good. I mean, it was, it was entertaining. I, there probably will come a day where I'll watch it, but just hadn't gotten there yet. So... Lane yesterday, and I haven't watched his his post game from Saturday night because I was busy at the time, and I just I talked to Neil about it, and I felt did no need to go back and, and watch it. But he was in a fairly good mood yesterday. He 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 had a positive spin on most things. He talked a lot about Jackson, Jackson Dart in positive ways yesterday. Um, See Saturday. Interrupt for a second. Yeah. Saturday's press conference. You have to remember he's been on that field for three and a half hours. And the last thing that he saw was they didn't finish the game particularly sharp. Yes. They looked a little distracted, a little bored. I think he was a little bored, if we're just being honest. It had been a long day. And so when he got in there, there was a certain degree of bad mood. He admitted that yesterday. You know, and, and so not he didn't take it out on anybody. He's fine. He just was, I don't know. I, I, I really don't feel like heaping a lot of praise here right now. And then 
That's why the Monday often is more interesting than Saturday to get to. He gets a minute to decompress. Well, and they get to watch the, the film. film. Coaches are big on watching film because it's all there. Yeah. Like you see on film everything. And you get a chance to talk to people about what happened on this and that. And So everybody wants to talk quarterbacks, and I did find the answer interesting. Somebody said, hey, you know, you've said on Saturday you're going to start Luke Altmaier against Central Arkansas. Is that still the case was the way the question was phrased. And um, I guess he actually went a little different with his answer, which I thought – I don't remember that being the way the question was phrased, but whatever. He says, we'd always like to have it figured out. This is not ideal. Luke Altmaier will go first in the game, so it gives both guys an opportunity to go first. We'll see how he plays. He didn't get as many opportunities as he would have liked, obviously. We'd like to see the series go further than Jackson Dart's interception. We were going to switch after that series, but as you know, I take a lot into the psyche of the quarterback, and we didn't want his play to be – last play to be an interception, so that ate up one of Luke's series. Obviously, a fumble ate up another one, so Luke did not – Luke technically lost two series from what they wanted to do heading into the game. Yeah. Um, which would have made it look a little more even, if you will, because we are counting series for both quarterbacks in a way right now. So he is pointing out that that was not the game plan – for the way it did shake out on on Saturday against Troy. But at the same time, there wasn't anything in there to say Altmaier is going to go the whole game, which I thought he, he – we could be reading too much. This sure. is one of those deals where you're sure. piercing words. Sure. But even in real time, it kind of went, huh, that was different. That That felt different for whatever reason. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. No idea. Right. We could both be wrong. Yeah. And if we are, it won't be the first time. Sure. Um, I think he knows what he wants to do. And I think after he had a chance to go back and watch the film, and we'll talk about this as we go along, I think he saw that his in his mind, this is me getting inside the mind of a person that I've never really met, so sure. this is really risky. But I think this is him going, you know what, I think my instincts are right. I've got to pick one of these guys. There's a chance I'm going to be wrong. He said that repeatedly. But you got to go with something. This isn't ideal. I think he basically said yesterday this two-quarterback thing just doesn't work, and he pointed out a number of reasons why. And I think I think this is ending after this week. I think they're whether they go through the process of formally coronating a starter or not, I think whoever starts next week in Atlanta, barring an injury or something this week, is the starter. And I'll be pretty surprised if it's not Jackson Dart. Not stunned. Surprised. Yeah, sure. Surprised is, is, is the right way to put it. Because even later on, he was asked, hey, after watching the film, anything different on Dart or what you thought on Saturday night when we asked you the question at that point. And he essentially pointed out a lot of positives. He talked about all the things that he thought Dart did pretty well on Saturday. He pointed out that there were two mistakes. Didn't justify or excuse any of them. Just said, hey, that's what it was, but it wasn't all bad. He sort of downplayed the play to Henry that he got asked about a couple times. Said, hey, like the decision, just didn't make the play. He got a little unlucky because a safety came back and Henry had beat the nickel, and that happens sometimes. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, he he is still pointing out that it is not Matt Corral's fourth year in the system right now with either one of these quarterbacks. He is being – he is trying to beg everyone to believe and understand that as much as he possibly can. I mean, it is well, a constant to, talking point to go, guys, 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 guys. He's trying to tell the fan base. This yes. is him talking to the fans. Yeah. So everybody makes this perfectly clear. This is him trying to tell the fan base. 
hey, look, look, I like this kid, and I think he's going to be a good player, but he is a second-year player, and he is not Matt Corral in his fourth year. And if that's your expectation, you are going to be disappointed, and that is on you, and I am trying to warn you again and again and again. That is what he is saying. I have zero doubt that that is exactly what he's trying to get across. And for most people, I think they get it. But people forget Matt Corral's couple of starts in 2019. Memphis. Matt Corral was awful at Memphis. And he was awful starting out that game against Cal where he got hurt and Plumlee came in, the dramatic comeback, and we know the rest of that story. But he wasn't good that day. And Matt turned out to be a really, 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 really good college quarterback. Like, really good. Won 10 games good. But Matt had – I mean, we everybody loves to talk about the, the Arkansas game in, in 2020 where he came back and vindicated himself a year later. There was also the Auburn game in 2020 where he threw a really bad pick early in that game. There was the LSU game where he had an awful first half. And I think this is Lane's way of saying, hey, look, I'm not saying it's going to be a six-turnover day – But Jackson's probably going to make some mistakes. Probably going to be some throws that he makes that that, that Lane almost has to walk away from him and not look at him in that moment and then collect his thoughts. But if they believe, and I think they do, and listen, I could be wrong, and Luke Altmaier could end up being the starter next week. But if they believe that Dart's the guy that has the big program upside – then you have to go through his growing pains in today's football. And I think that's what he's trying to tell people is there are going to be some moments where it's frustrating because that's what happens with 19-year-old quarterbacks in their first real season. And I know Jackson got five games, maybe five starts, six games. I can't remember the exact numbers at USC. So he's got some college football under his belt, but he's still a really young quarterback. He still would technically be in his first season. He's not played 11 games yet. 12 games, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's still a learning curve. And Lane said one of the issues was uh, his feet. Didn't make a throw because his feet were all tangled and not where his footwork should be and some of those kind of things that – we're not noticing in real time. Um, so, But he did. Yeah. Well, I remember people talking about, I can remember specifically people in early 2021 with Matt Corral going, oh, my God, they have fixed his feet. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. His feet look like feet to me. But people who understood quarterback play were very complimentary of the job that Jeff Levy and Lane Kiffin had done with, with Matt with refining his footwork. So it stands to reason that Jackson Dart, who's still kind of a young football player, really, you know, well, the topic of this is: can Dart make few enough, enough, a few, few mistakes to the point that they can win with the running game they have? That's what this is actually about: is don't turn it over so much that you kill the offense as it is, right? Because this right now is some level of a ball control offense. It just is, and until wide receivers do more. Now, Kiffin was fairly high on them, did not think they – he just thought that it was the way Troy played, thought they didn't get a lot of opportunities. It sort of was what it was. He did not think they were as bad as they looked to the naked eye on Saturday. Well, I mean, Troy's defense was not going to give away the deep ball. That was their 
point where they allowed the run. They, you know, they were trying to keep. They were trying to keep it in front of them, and hope that he would make mistakes. That was their plan. I mean, you know, from John's standpoint, that plan makes sense. Yeah, but if the defense is decent and you know you can run the football, the four turnover games are going to get you beat. Well, yeah. I mean, and Lane said, you know, they had a three turnover half. Yeah. Like, that's what happened in the second half. Well, they, they didn't keep the ball, and Troy got the ball. It had some possessions. And, yes, in the SEC against better teams, that'll get you beat. Sure. Of course. Three turnovers and a half in the SEC typically doesn't go well. And as we pointed out yesterday and can reiterate, it's not going to be about stats at all Saturday. What Altmaier does on a stat sheet has no – real impact here no i mean look if they wanted to score 80 points on saturday they could there's no reason to do that at the risk of being repetitive from yesterday it's a preseason game there's no scenario in which ole miss loses to central arkansas we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. None. No. And so given that, you're trying to see what works, what works together, et cetera. He still is really, frankly, he's being kind and not trying to be overly whatever. He's still really pissed at some of these transfers. Yeah. He was asked about newcomers and consistency and continuity <laughs> and all those things, and said, quote, we had tell the truth Monday. Our meetings in the morning, we'll look at the good, the bad, and the ugly of the game. There was some loafs in there, some not effort we were looking for. Nothing It's other places. Everyone does things differently. 
So I'm not saying we're better, but we're trying to break some habits. People are just coached different on certain things. I told them a couple of you guys come from other places. We told you if you screwed it up, you have to break those habits or your playing time is going to suffer. Mm-hmm. He is actually saying he does it better, is is what he is saying. Yes. He's being kind to some other programs. Well, he's saying they, they allowed some bullcrap that I'm not tolerating. He's saying right this now. is the way you're going to do it here. Yeah. They're trying to set a culture and a standard and those kind of things. And there's only one way to do that. And if you let if you let people come in and not play up to that standard and they still play, then your message falls flat. Yeah. Well, at State U, we had we didn't have to do that. Well, okay. You're not there anymore. You came here for some reason that you felt yeah. was a better place. So, yeah. Last week it was different color shoelaces. This week it's loafs. It's week one. It's also week one. And it was hot. And he's trying to get a message across. <laughs> got to play because the day's coming that you got to play a four quarter game. In four weeks, but yeah. 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 I mean, for sure. Maybe a little better than we think. It's difficult for me to imagine that Ole Miss is not four and zero when Kentucky well, comes to town, and then when Kentucky comes to town, we'll start to find out. Like I'm, I'm fascinated to watch Kentucky on Saturday in Gainesville. If Kentucky beats Florida on Saturday in Gainesville, they're going to get a precipitous jump in polls. Yeah, look, and stuff Kentucky and, needed their crap together much quicker than Ole Miss does. Yes, right now, yeah. <laughs> right damn now, <laughs> today. <laughs> There's urgency in Lexington, and here's the problem. And to Lane's credit, he's not trying to create it. There's you can't manufacture urgency. Nobody nobody looks at Central Arkansas, who which just lost to Missouri State or whoever, and goes, "Hey, the, the, you know, guys, they put their pants on one leg at a time." They, it wouldn't matter if they all jumped into their pants two legs at a time. They're not winning the game, and so it's about effort and about culture and about those things that's what matters this week and when you have a quarterback competition and you told both quarterbacks they're going to get an opportunity you've got to fulfill that promise oh sure yeah number one you owe it to those individual kids and number two down the road when you promise someone an opportunity you want to be able to have a, a what's the word i'm looking for precedent where you Provided that opportunity. Yeah, no, he was a guy. I mean, out there, played. We did whatever. Yeah. He's incredibly high on Corey Coleman and Troy Brown on Saturday. That was obvious as they both were incredibly good. Troy had 11 tackles. Coleman had like five for loss or something. Yesterday on the show, I said Troy had 10 tackles. He corrected me. He He said I had 11. He was aware of the stat sheet. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. I was not trying to take a tackle away. <laughs> We're all good. Don't come through the Zoom. How many players do you think check the stats most? The overwhelming majority. You think so? Yes. I think Judkins knew he had 87 yards on 14 carries. Eh, probably. Man, some of his I runs. feel very certain Zach Evans knew he had 152 yards from scrimmage. Yeah, I think so. I think he was... Well, Zach was, Zach was unhappy. They had to go talk to Zach. He wanted more. He wanted more ball. He wanted more. Yeah, they had to remind him. Hey, look, we, it's Troy, we don't need you hurt today, and we need to look at some other people. He has been very much on. I won't touch us. Yeah, he wants the ball. I mean, he, well, look, it's a money year for him. He knows it. 
I mean, if you told Zach Evans you're back in Oxford next year, that would mean something bad happened. Mm-hmm. Or that the performance wasn't up to no, snuff. No, he's chasing trying to be like the top running back off the board. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, he's, got, he's got NFL ability. That's for damn sure. And frankly, Ole Miss needs him to have that, that year guy. and go because they need to put Judkins in that role next year. And Judkins is going to get a few carries this year, too. Well, yeah, Judkins is going to get his. Oh, Bentley's Both not on uh, and off the field. Bentley is not hurt, by the way. He's fine. Um, Lane just said they were throwing the ball more. Judkins was good. It just was what it was. There was no issue. He was he was happy and completely pleased with Ulysses Bentley at this point of his Ole Miss career. There's no issues. Well, they just – there's only so many snaps. You, you can't – and you're trying to throw the football and they're trying to figure out what Dart can do and what Dart can't do and you're – you just ran. I mean, they could have kept the ball on the ground and run sixty plays easily. There was just no. And I'm hoping that this Saturday, that after a little while, that's what they do. Let's let's move. You hope he didn't get in the mood where he decides, "Hey, Dart, air it out in the second half. Let's let's yeah. give you a shot to get a little confidence here." I'm 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 hoping for the Kentrell Bullock and who's the one behind him? The kid from I can't remember his name. From where? The fifth string running back. One, for one of the academies, I think. Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Yeah. I'm hoping it's the Matt Jones show in the fourth quarter. Let's just – Matt Jones left, Matt Jones right. Let's just – let's just move Keep along. Keep that clock moving. Let's just move along here. Yeah. It's the the epitome of Saban when he got mad because they ran the ball into the end zone against Ole Miss. <laughs> he was so pissed. <laughs> that was, remains what – I was borrowing your – Binoculars. It remains one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It wasn't funny for Ole Miss fans, probably, but at that moment, it was pretty funny because because the coordinator's pissed. Going, what was, do you want me to do? It was Jim McElwain. Yeah, and he was yelling. I think it was McElwain, and he was yelling at McElwain, and you could tell McElwain said, "We're running the same play over and over and over. We're just running the same play." And you could basically see Saban go, "Well, then run something else." And it was kind of like I don't. Other than downing the ball, there's nothing we can do. And then later that season, LSU downed the ball. This was 2011. Yeah, the season from hell. The season from hell. It's the documentary title. It would actually it would be fantastic. That would be that would be a good doc. It would be a great. Doc. I mean, you guys would want to need some padded rooms, but it would be a it would be a great doc. If you could get everyone to be honest, oh jeez. We need that camera crew that was going to come in 09 and nut ran them out of the building after like a week. The true TV. Yeah. Inside the <laughs> NFL kind of deal. Yeah. That made Houston nervous. That was it. Yeah. They came in for a few days. Yeah. That was sign number one that, you know what? This is probably not going to be what people think it's going to be. Oh, Lord. Podcast brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Six different flavors in the bag. You get them shipped directly to your door. Restaurant quality shrimp ready to go in under 10 minutes. Newest flavored lemon cracked pepper. Have the signature, which is a great all-purpose option as well. The spicy, the French Quarter Alfredo, and the garlic herb butter. Put your full meals in the bag. Put it over pasta, rice, veggies, whatever it is you have, and make it easy when kids have activities or after school to get a quick meal. It's a great option for you. Code MPW for twenty dollars off your first order again with PrimeShrimp.com. Solutions RX is a probiotic, multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. under the highest standards. And um, I've been using it. 
uh, I've been using the prescription support. It just kind of makes you feel just a little bit better. What it does is it uh, puts vitamins back into your body, helps with side effects from uh, taking medications, helps you stay a little more compliant, taking your medications, helps you stay healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout. You get 10% off your first order. Uh, Holcomb Portable Buildings at 7991 Highway 7 South in Holcomb, Mississippi will custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Holcomb can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors, and Holcomb Portable Buildings makes it happen. It's uh, 662-226-2233 or HolcombBuildings.com. Also brought to you by 7 South Tailgating. Uh, they're currently booking single-game, multi-game, full-season packages. If you prefer to tailgate using your own equipment, 7 South will store, maintain, and service your gear throughout the season. They also offer year-round storage of client-owned equipment. Uh, their tent locations are not limited to certain spots and areas. They'll set up your uh, tailgate anywhere you choose, in the Grove, the Circle, or elsewhere on campus. It's 7 southtailgatingcom uh, Dead Soxy by Socks you'll ever put on your feet. Weather's going to turn at some point, and when it does, you want to make sure that you've got your uh, sock game ready to go. Go to deadsoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE, for 25% off. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a um, full-service electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. Uh, they can service and install Rockwell Automation Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. ACSLLCMS.com or 662-601-4381. Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, has been serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. Whatever your jewelry needs are, Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. It's LamonsFineJewelry.com. Or call them at 662-234-2777. We'll tape a, a Mind on My Money a little later this week. If you are uh, needing to look at your 401k plan, your business 401k plan, uh, Pinnacle will conduct a complimentary no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's uh, mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. I don't kind of pointing this out and it's not necessarily a huge deal nothing crazy but he was asking about davison and big igbenison I'm, I'm having a hard time changing my pronunciation igbenison that's right there you go. i was going the other way and the, yeah anyway i'll get it eventually we're finally calling them the guardians and the commanders so we'll get to almost corner at some point this season i really um, like davison davison's a it's been fantastic davison's an, a, a really interesting kid what I found interesting was Lane complimented him as he should, was very proud to have him. He mentioned Judkins, and then also mentioned Tashim being similar last year. I thought that unprompted him mentioning Tashim was interesting yesterday. Interesting yesterday. Tashim's a badass. Yeah. And look, it's the way they would prefer to build their program. If we're yeah, just though, being sure. if we're just being honest. Get a bunch of freshman dudes and then let the dudes play. 
and you get the dudes in and they're not from another place and you don't have to break them before you rebuild them. <laughs> I mean, th- there's a lot there. He's he, he knows the portal's a necessity, but he doesn't want to sign 17 portal guys a year. No. He realizes this is a bunch of work. I'd rather go get dudes who can step in and play. Alabama's doing that. Georgia's doing that. And if you're going to win the way he wants to win, ultimately he's got to do that to the best of his ability. And so you'd like to point out those guys. And, I mean, look, it's three guys, too, that they hit on that, I mean, not like they weren't recruited, but they weren't these top 20 national kids. But they've got that kind of, you know, they've got elite ability with Johnson and Judkins and and, 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 and Davison. I mean, it's – yeah, he, he that the, they're his examples of what you're talking about that he can promote and talk about and go, oh no, yeah. look, hey, these 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 are the dudes. Pretty cool day for that family. We talked about it on the show. Uh, Desmond got his first start for Rutgers. Yeah, played sixty nines now. Yeah, played a bunch. Then um, obviously, Davison made his college debut. Both teams won. That'd be a pretty good night for the family. Who's Rutgers got up next? I don't know. They were they were physical, man, against PC. Really? Yeah, no joke. Seriously. Everybody keeps talking about it. I have no reason to believe Lane did not tell the truth because, again, this was kind of unprompted. He mentioned the fumble snap, and he said that Luke's cadence messed things up. I, I feel certain after hearing his explanation that Caleb realized what was happening as the ball was being mm-hmm. snapped and tried to stop, but – at that point, you're screwed, and there's nothing you can really do. It was like a check swing. Yeah, he. Oh, then but you're just, the bad had gone too far. Because like, it's not like you have a second to think about it. Once you hear it, yeah, you, you go. Well, it, you start to snap, and then you try to grab the ball, and it just, you're, you're sweaty and yeah. stuff, and it just. And so that's why the ball only went like a yard. It actually hit. I K- guess if you'd held onto the ball, it would have just been a snap infraction, a five yard penalty. penalty. But he, so holding would have been better. Yes, but he let go of it, and it was nothing he could do. Yeah. He tried to kind of grab, but it was too late, and that's why it was a fumble. Yeah. I think it came up and kind of hit him in the butt. It did. Yeah, it kind of bounced off his whatever. And again, nothing Luke did wrong. Just they hurt. I mean, different yeah. voices, different, different cadences. Well, they they don't talk exactly the same. They don't sound exactly the same because they're not the same person, obviously. And they'd had. That was his first snap, literally Luke's first snap of the game. So, happened. It's another reason they don't want to do the two-quarterback thing. You want to get used to one set of cadence. That might have been the thing he came in wanting to talk, one of the things he wanted to point out. Do I think Florida will jump Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Kentucky in the polls? Um... Probably not, but I wouldn't have a problem if they did. I don't get into the polls in September. Honestly, it's too early. Who cares? I don't get into the, but the polls don't matter ever, but they really don't matter in September. I mean, if you're redoing your poll right now, Florida's higher than Florida has done more than Ole Miss, Arkansas, or Kentucky to this point. Oh, yeah. You know, and if you're doing your poll right now, you probably, of those four teams, you'd probably put Florida first and then probably Arkansas and then Ole Miss and Kentucky or Kentucky and Ole Miss, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're going to, the Ole Miss Kentucky thing is going to sort itself out here pretty soon. But 
Florida had a big win. They beat Utah, who was preseason number five or six or whatnot. So I, I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, because I'm looking at it. There, were, there was not tons of upheaval anywhere in the polls. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm old Miss. Are the new ones out? Not that I've seen. Okay. But, I mean, last week, Ole Miss didn't do anything wrong, but there still was nowhere to move up. We talked about it yesterday. I mean, there was it, it just sort of is what it is. Uh, People will lose. My thoughts on the new helmets, I think they looked fine. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. I don't – it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it looked like a white helmet with the Ole Miss script on it. It's not the same – but we talked a little bit yesterday. LSU, Brian Kelly basically just said they had a lot of work to do. That was it. Got to learn, blah, 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 all the, all the stuff. Listen, this premature burial of the LSU program, I'm, 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 having re, I'm having 2007 Redux just as a reminder. 2007. Nick Saban's first year at Alabama. And I'm not saying at all that LSU is that Brian Kelly's going to do at LSU. No, not at all. But I can remember – 2007 Alabama, that team never played for him right. They lost games. They they lost to uh, ULM. They went 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. And, and, and Should have lost Ole Miss and Orgeron. Yeah. There was, there was a lot of premature hand-wringing. I'm just going to give it a minute. I was more saying this season he's going to probably run into a lot of chemistry issues as this goes. Like, I think it is yes. a year where it could – Yes. It's going to be – He's going to have to be really good, and this is going to be a hell of a crazy sentence. He's going to have to do a lot of really good things to pull sort of a Houston nut 08 Ole Miss out of this where they, they find themselves after a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, because Houston, that team in 08 didn't have chemistry issues. They had confidence issues. But, but they actually were pretty united because they hated the former staff. Yeah, and they just didn't believe that they could win. Yeah. And when something went wrong, they're like, okay, here we go again. That's it. Now it's time to lose. Here we go. Let's lose. And it took a minute to break that. Um, like frankly, it took that Arkansas game to it break didn't. that. It I mean, didn't. it was it was late October before they broke that. Yeah, and then they went off to the races. Yeah, like if that game goes the other way, if they end up blowing that game, who knows what happens they the rest of the way? They could they could have lost at LSU, whatever. Um, I'm just not ready to quite go there yet with LSU based on one game. Now they clearly have chemistry issues. And they clearly have buy-in issues, and the thing with uh, Keyshawn Butte is is a is a, a high-profile issue for them. He wanted to leave; they convinced him to stay with NIL money, and now he has buyer's regret. Um, and you look at their schedule. I, I think Mississippi State's a problem for them next week potentially. I think Auburn's a problem for them here soon, and then that's before you even get into some of the other games that they have that we talked about. But I'm not ready to go, okay, and that means that he's a disaster there. I'm just not ready to do that yet. Got it. I'm going to have to see a lot more than that. They're also spending money in recruiting. They um, A lot. Yeah. Yesterday, you, might, you might be able to spend your way out of culture oh, sure. problems. Yesterday was sort of the Nick Saban, Steve Sarkeesian redemption story. That was Yesterday was the day that all came out. You had – uh, Sarkeesian saying that Nick saved his career, discussing his time in Alabama over the yeah. course of uh, that. He probably did. 
said he's been trying to be really open. He said, I'm really transparent with my players. I'm really honest. I share my story about where I was in my career at 33, 34 as the head coach at Washington, then being fired publicly on national television at USC, and then going to a treatment facility for 30 days. Um, I've said this numerous times. I'd not be the head coach at Texas if it weren't for Saban. Gave me a chance when I had a hard time getting an interview, never mind a job. There were days that I thought, man, I'm never going to be a head coach again. I'm never going to be an offensive coordinator again. I'm never going to get another job. Saban, as you would expect, um, put the positivity back on Sarkeesian and said he did the work. They gave him an opportunity, but that he... Both things are true. Yeah. That he saved his own career by doing a great job and rehabbing himself professionally. So said not just personally, but professionally because he showed up and did good work. And Both things are true. I mean, frankly, the job that Saban did with both Kiffin and Sarkeesian is kind of cool. He gave both guys chances when other people wouldn't give them chances, and they both have apparently redeemed themselves. I mean, Lane has turned into, I think, a pretty elite coach. And I think Lane would tell you that he probably doesn't get to that place without his time with Saban. And, I mean, what Sarkeesian does or doesn't do at Texas, I don't know. But I do think it's a cool story that he's kind of fixed his life and gotten to this place. You give him much of a chance there to do anything nationally competitive? At Texas? Yeah. I don't know. There's so much money in the NIL stuff. and I mean, that's the only reason we go, eh. You know, the risk of I – mean, they did – they have landed a really high-profile quarterback coming in. They have. How good is he? How good are his coattails? I don't know. Sure. We'll see. You'd probably rather have him than not have him at a place like Texas, so we'll see. The key thing for them is that they can't just sort of take the pipe this year. You know, they've they've got to show some progress of some sort. But Saturday is not People are going to make Saturday a litmus test for Texas, and that's unfair. It's just as not indicative as ULM was not indicative. Every bit. The other much. way. Yes. Holler at me when they play Kansas State, when they play Oklahoma State, when they play Oklahoma, yeah. when they play Kansas, for God's sake. Frankly, even West Virginia. Yeah, let's see those games. But I, if they get whacked by Alabama on Saturday, I'm not going to go, see, that's it, it's over. Ha-ha, horns down. No, I mean, people will have fun yeah, with Sarkeesian it. Yeah, Sarkeesian doesn't walk in after a 41-10 loss and go, oh, God, we're screwed. Any more than Dan Lanning's like, okay, well, this is a disaster. Yeah. No, I mean, they have better players. You got to get better players. Yeah. Walk in and go, well, you won't see better, guys. That was that. Now let's... I mean, That's what you say. You tell your you tell your team, this is as good a team as we're going to play all year. That's the standard we're eventually what, trying to get to. This is what we're trying to get to. And on Sunday or Monday, whenever you look at the film, you'll be able to look them in the eye and go, we have a lot of work to do. And a lot of you guys are not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's when the coach gets really honest. You go, how do you fix it, recruiting? Yes. We recruit better players. Not their fault. Love them to death. But the part that Alabama and Georgia don't get enough credit for, that Nick and Kirby don't get enough credit for, and Lane Kiffin has said this, and he's exactly right. They Yes, they have better players. They have also created a superior culture. It's your ability to create that culture and maximize what you get that sets you apart. And you look around the league right now, at the teams that look like they're making moves as a program, and it is culture. And Ole Miss is one of those teams, one of those programs. 
Why did Kentucky suddenly get consistent? They, a culture. Why are people excited at Florida? Because already in a short amount of time, there's a culture that's being developed. People make fun of Sam Pittman because of the way he looks and stuff, but there's culture there. Sure. They clearly are playing to a standard there. Who's struggling in the league? Well, the people that are struggling in the league are the ones that are struggling to establish a culture. It's 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 real. What Alabama did has done over fifteen seasons is people use the word system and process and, and robotic and well that's culture. Total buy in. Yeah, so, and that's what Kiffin's referring to. I mean basically what he's saying is hey, nobody in Alabama's coming out with different shoelaces. That's true. There is a standard. There is what we do. This is what it looks like. This is this you, is an unquestioned thing. You come here and you put team over self, and if you are as good as we think you are and you buy in in three to four years, you're getting called in the first or second round of the NFL draft, and you go achieve your goals, and you, in the process, help us. That's That's their system. That is a good point just made in the thread. I went back and looked at it. And it includes the COVID year in twenty and twenty one, and now this. If when Ole Miss is four and zero, they will be eighteen and four in their last twenty two. Yes, um, that's got to be pretty high up there in a long ass time from a record stand. I mean, we're probably going back to vault at that point. Yeah, I'm not even forget the Ole Miss history part of it. Yeah, I mean, let's go back to what was the what was the first win that we talked about? Because the only what do you mean? In 2020, when they kind of turned the corner in that season. Well, they beat Kentucky early, and then they lost three in a row, and then they won th- they won three of four of their next five to close the season. Right. So if you go back to that first win, whatever that four or five was. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Indiana. Since then, Ole Miss has lost at LSU. Uh, they've lost to Alabama. They lost at Alabama. Yes. They lost to uh, help Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. Baylor, and then there's one other Auburn at Auburn. That's that's it. It's a remarkable accomplishment. since Halloween night 2020. It's a remarkable accomplishment, and frankly, I guess since the 24th. Yeah, when well, Auburn beat them 35-28. Since losing to Auburn in that weird game, that's what they've done. Would you say the record was 14 and four? They're they're fifteen and four right now with three more wins likely. So it would get to eighteen and four yeah, prior okay. to Kentucky. Yeah, it's it's a remarkable accomplishment. It's, it's a remarkable accomplishment. I mean, you look at you was it three hires made that year? It was Kiffin and Pittman and Drinkwitz. That was our yes. And Drinkwitz has had a hard time getting anything going, and the other two guys have established really remarkable records. They have. And all set. I mean, they both set culture. Yes. I mean, Ole Miss has their own too. It's not yes. Arkansas's, but it's there. No, it's totally it's different. There. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 you don't have to have one no, type no, of no, culture. No, no, no. You just you have to have a, a culture. You have to have a culture that 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 individuals buy into. Yeah. That's a requirement. And frankly, it's kind of known around the country, which both of them do too. Yeah. So, podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark. SPARC, two packages: the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and more. So call the office for more details. Again, that's 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about creating a special trip that makes a lifetime of unique memories, you want to get in touch 
with um, John, 901-494-3387, jedwards at regencytravel.net. Just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He will take care of the rest. We're also brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. Uh, I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We'll have Neil's Picks up on Thursday. It's brought to you by Service Specialist. We were telling you yesterday about if you're looking for a job, but what about if your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent? service specialists can help you too. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, Service Specialist Ltd. Com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corn- Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. B.B. Uh, Mitchell with Pinpoint provides a plethora of commercial real estate services, but his core focus is sourcing investment properties for his clients. Pinpoint sets itself apart with its ability to source off-market opportunities for its investor clients, which maximizes returns. They take pride in their attention to detail, professionalism, and hard work. For all your commercial real estate needs, call BB 601-934-5008. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. So much to be offered there. It's also a great place to host parties, events. So get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. I know it was a really weird look, but I kind of, with a couple of the people that had the differing opinion, considering all the hell this offseason's been, I don't really blame Brian Harson for really celebrating a win yesterday, on Saturday. Whatever. Enjoy it with your kids. It's fine. All right. Yeah, whatever. I mean, over the top, sure, but whatever. Whatever. It's not going not gonna to shape If anything. it helps them get a little morale, and you're going to need that shit later. So. Well, they're going to need it soon. Penn State's coming to town in a week. And they're okay. And they're okay, and then LSU's coming to town shortly thereafter, and those are huge games that are going to shape how people look at the rest of their season. They're both very season. winnable, but they're losable too. Exactly. And so if, if celebrating a win over Mercer helps the kids feel just a little bit better, it's kind of like uniforms. Hey, nobody if it's one more check, then okay. Like, cool. No, nobody else is here all week. You want to celebrate? Celebrate. I, I, whatever. The stuff people get worked up over. I don't need that early in your tenure when it's not going, whatever. I mean, well, I mean, a year ago. I mean, you've been a little weird to Kippen and walked in and started 
shaking champagne all over the room on Saturday. But Kiffin's different. That's what I mean, yeah. Kiffin's had a big season. They've yeah. established something. And he's different. He has a different deal. And I'm not inside that Auburn yeah. building day in, day out, to know how weird that must be for some of those uh, kids. So you're trying to – there's probably a certain degree of, hey, it's us against the world. You know? If the if the ACC is good enough to expose it, Clemson is going to lose some football games. I get it's week one, but I don't even know that that's an overreaction. Yeah, I just didn't see it. But they just – they're not bad. I'm so interested in Tennessee-Pittsburgh on Saturday that – Is that – Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested. Kentucky-Florida is my number one. Pitt-Tennessee's two. Pull up my list here. Arkansas-Carolina's three. I think so. Texas and Alabama's four. I mean, I'm joking a little bit. I am interested in Iowa, Iowa State, and I'm interested. Well, in, I was doing only SEC games, and, but that's fine too. Baylor BYU is. One. I'm actually really interested in that. That one, yeah. Nationally, that would be a really t- a top few game. I'm a little interested in Missouri Kansas State. I, it will, Missouri will show us. Are we okay? Because if they go get popped over there, you're like, okay, you're done. But if they're decent, yeah, if they go to Manhattan and win, for example, you're like, oh, okay. And look, I don't want to make too much of this, but I am interested in what Vanderbilt can do at home with just a little bit of momentum against Wake. Without their quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Can you? There's an opportunity there. Can you pull it off? Like It's, it's set up as if you have any pulse. And if they win, they should go celebrate. Oh. Dude. They should absolutely head, up, head down to Broadway and go celebrate. Just go tie, in uniform. Tie one on. The game's at 11. You could be down there by 3.30 or 4 and just party till it's over. Take Sunday off and get back on Monday and go, okay, time to get ready for whoever's next. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just play this out for a second. I know we didn't talk NFL. We'll do it tomorrow. It's fine. Uh, let's see. We have time. Bills, Rams, Thursday night. Look, if you got this one, I'm just doing it, just saying – because, I mean, look, Wake is the better team. Wake is most likely going to win this game by 7 to 14 points. But should Vanderbilt win this game, they have another winnable game next week. Who they got? They're at Northern Illinois. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go do it. We'll go to DeKalb get that So done. where I'm going here yeah. is if we have 4-0 Vanderbilt yeah. with a win over Wake. <laughs> then Bama rolls in. Yes. Yeah. Do they get CBS? No. Because you never put Vanderbilt on. No. Okay. Because you, you get the 6.30 ESPN game. Who else plays that day? I mean, hell, I don't know. I don't know, but I don't want that game if I'm CBS because that's got a chance to be 50-something to 7, and then I'm, I'm, I don't have talking points for that. Yeah. And this, there's bound to be something better. This is not a participation trophy sport. Let me see who else plays that day because I am legitimately curious now. We got a minute. Yeah, we're fine. Football, let's find schedules. Right here. That's week five. September 24th. Vanderbilt at Alabama. Arkansas at A&M. Well, there's your CBS game probably. Northern Illinois at Kentucky. Tulsa and Ole Miss. Missouri at Auburn. Yuck. Bowling Green at State. Florida at Tennessee. Yeah, could be. Charlotte at Carolina. Kent State at Georgia. 
New Mexico at LSU. Ooh, it's a dog weekend. Well, but you got two. So, like, look, look, if Arkansas beats South, you have three games. If Arkansas beats South Carolina on Saturday, I don't know who does Arkansas play next. It's like Georgia Southern or somebody. somebody I don't know. They're probably three and zero, and then they get the rematch with A and M, who probably is undefeated. That's probably your two thirty game. And do Florida Tennessee at night? And if yeah, or eleven or or, or you could do it the other way. You could play that game at 11, which is probably what you do. You play Arkansas A&M at 11, and then you get the Florida-Tennessee game, make it the 230 game. If Tennessee beats Pittsburgh and Florida beats Kentucky, that's in. Yeah, sure. That's your game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty dog week otherwise. There's not much there. Who's Ole Miss get Tulsa? Yeah. That's got that night crap written all over it. I know you guys love nights. I'm good. We just disagree. We, we, if you worked our job, you'd, you'd, you'd cheer for the day games too. It's all good. Oh, the Missouri-Auburn's got the 6.30 SEC Network game written on it. It does. That's that's that one. Yeah. So, hell, Ole Miss could be. That three SEC Network. You know, they have that game they hide. Yeah. Well, you get the ESPNU. Yeah. You're going to get – that's that's kind of feels like a week where you get multiple 11 a.m.s. Yeah. They just start throwing people all over the place and letting them be Because they don't like that late game anymore. Right. Like, they like 6.30, and you bury another 6.30. But they got a lot of games to bury that week. Like, New Mexico LSU is going to be a 6.30 ESPN Plus game. Yeah. Kent State Georgia is going to get buried somewhere. Man, there's some dogs that week. Did you see where the uh... – Ray Davis for Vanderbilt had the highest SEC running back PFF score of the week. Look at you. He did. You're falling in love, aren't I you? I just saw it this morning. Somebody pointed it out on Twitter. I ran into it. You're just getting all Ray enamored, Davis starting to feel warm all and fuzzy. Over the about Run all over the Deeks on Saturday, and that thing gets going. Just So if we get Vandy to 4-0, can we get him to six wins? No, I don't think so. Well, when they have to beat Missouri. And I'm not even doing that to be whatever. I mean, they have to beat Missouri. You should not beat anybody else. All right. We get them to four. We're getting them to four now. Okay. Lose to Bama. Ole Miss. Lose to Ole Miss. So four and two. Missouri. Let's give it to them. Five and two. It, you come be, on, come on. Let's, let's, get, let's give them five and two. Let's, let's, let's get our, The very next week, you decide it one way or the other, and you're at home against South Carolina. You have to win the game. Because they're not beating Kentucky, Florida, or Tennessee. No, probably not. So you'd have to they'd have to beat to get bowl eligible, it's actually pretty tough. They gotta beat Wake, Carolina, and Missouri. Who's their other and Northern Illinois? Northern Illinois. Man. Oh, it's tough. Yeah, just not just there. so hard. It's just not there. That's why if they win Saturday, go party, fellas. Northern Illinois beat Eastern Illinois thirty four twenty seven in their opener. So that's yeah, when and Northern Illinois gets Tulsa this week. Okay. Yes, they do. You, yes, that is correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Take my word for it. Whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're like, do they? I'm like, does it matter? Yeah. Um, okay. Fair enough. But yeah. No, if, if they win this yeah. week, they should absolutely just go celebrate. Mm-hmm. And, and if anybody makes fun of them, I will defend. No, no, no. I will no. defend Vanderbilt. They need to be just like James Franklin had all of them going crazy when they beat Ole Miss 30 yep. to 7. That go day be in exuberant. Yeah. Go party. Yeah. Pete Boone was not celebrating. James Franklin was. With that, yeah. Isn't it funny that season's the one you remember so much about? Well, everything. 
Houston's doing that press conference, and you can hear the Vanderbilt celebration yeah. in the other room. Yeah, so loud it was. It was just bizarre. Thirty to seven. It's thirty to nothing when Moncrief caught a ball, caught a touchdown pass. Because <laughs> that was an eleven a.m. game. We were yeah, going. Yeah, Aries heard this by now. Yeah. We were going to head back, and by five o'clock, it was I wouldn't go anywhere yeah, if I were just you. Hang out. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. I'm like, what? I would not go anywhere where you don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. A good bit of NFL probably tomorrow. It's kind of our Wednesday. We usually our Tuesday thing, but we put it off to Wednesday. Again, Rams, Bills, Thursday night from L.A. to kick off the NFL season. Everybody's certainly locked into that. Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, and the like. So we'll do that. Also Anything talking to – um, I'm talking to Matt Mott, the Ole Miss oh, soccer right. coach today. We'll either run that Wednesday or Thursday, but we'll get that coming your way as well. So that's coming up, MPW Digital. Again, hopefully Apple fixes its issues. We will do our best to let you know what's going on with that as we can, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.